this is the first time I've ever been in a house before. <laughs> it's exciting. I've heard about walls, but man, seeing them, it's it's a whole nother thing. Yeah, it's something that you never thought you'd I'm excited. Be. I love that. Oh, 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 oh boy. Did, did you have to relearn the intro to Corey in the house? Or do you remember that? No, I, I remember that. Jesus Christ. It's yeah. an imprinted memory. Yeah. It's a, it was a good show. Yeah, my but dad's the president's chef. I don't think the actor's in a good place right now, though. I think he went to, like, jail. Yeah, he's in jail. Or something. Yeah. Is he? Good for him. Corey yeah. in the big house. It's the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 174 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast. Hayden, myself, and we got Corey, Corey, Corey in the house. It's a party every week, baby. Corey, Corey, Corey in the house. Corey Latondre back on the pod. How you doing, big baby? This is the first time I've ever been in a house before. <laughs> It's exciting. I've heard about walls, but man, seeing them, it's it's a whole nother thing. Yeah, it's something that you never thought you'd I'm excited. Be. I love that. Oh, 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 oh boy. Did, did you have to relearn the intro to Corey in the house? Or do you remember that? No, I, I remember that. Jesus Christ. It's yeah. an imprinted memory. Yeah. It's a, it was a good show. Yeah, my but, dad's uh, the president's chef. I don't think the actor's in a good place right now, though. I think he went to like jail. Yeah, he's in jail. Or something. Yeah. Is he? Good for him. Corey yeah. in the big house. It's the sequel. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like one of those like uh, MTV behind like whatever happened to <laughs> Kyle Massey. <laughs> Corey, Massey. Corey in the big house, and it has the sound effect of the jail door closing and locking. <laughs> San Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alcatraz. Yeah. That place what? They now. reopened it? What did Just he do? <laughs> Just for him. So yeah. Corey, man, it's been a while. How are you doing, buddy? Good, fellas. It's great to be back here on the pod with the boys, with the bods. I'm happy to chit chat about all the stuff. What have you been up to lately? Nothing. I got nothing for you. That's not true. I do lots <laughs> of stuff. I got big things. Uh, last you spoke to me, I went to Italy. So that oh. was cool. Are you full on Italian now? Yeah, I was scouting for Inter Milan. I had a gotcha. tryout with the, with uh, one of the other Italian soccer teams. That's not <laughs> just regular Milan. I don't know. <laughs> Outer Milan? I don't know. Milan FC? Yeah. <laughs> Juventus. No, wait, no. AC Milan. AC Milan. Yeah. Yeah. Inter Milan. AC Milan. Juventus. That's in Italy too. Yeah. Yeah. They call it a Juventus. So. (laughs) A Juventus. Yeah. Yeah. Juventus with two hands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You squeeze yourself and you say it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Did that. I ate um, 
I ate a lot of pizza. Ate a lot of pasta. Very Italian. Ate a lot of sandwiches, or as they call them, paninos. Uh, also, a lot of gelato and pastries. In fact, I was there for three weeks, and outside of those things, I consumed other things than that. I don't know, maybe three times the whole the whole time. I had gelato, so we're twenty one days at least. 30 times uh every day at least once most days twice and a couple days three times <laughs> it was great yeah uh, eight yeah ate a lot of yeah pizza was great the sandwiches well, I had such great sandwiches so fresh so much cheese delicious mm. yeah so that good sounds- now I'm back here and that's <sighs> Good, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good. Real life. Currently uh trying to plot a trip with our boy John Sousa to Mexico. <laughs> good friend like, of the well, show. Well, we gotta get out of here again. Gotta get out of here and into the briny deep, if you know what I mean. Reunite the tasty boys. Yeah. If you like pina coladas. <laughs> Milk, man. <laughs> burnt in the sun. <laughs> If you're no. not into sunblock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's our sweet boy. But yeah, I'm good. Okay. Good, you know, good. just living living the radio life. Just making shows work and go. And number one. We're number one. Nice. So, that's yeah. massive. It is pretty big for Let's us. Go. Number one in the spring book. So take that, Virgin. Not not calling you guys virgins, like the radio station. No, but I'll call them virgins. Virgin. Yeah, fucking virgins. Yeah, dorks. <laughs> Those guys have never been laid. That's why they're not number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's good to have you back, Corey. Hey, thank you. Looking good, buddy. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. It's only been Absolutely. two days since we last spoke. <laughs> kind record. Of, we're kind of recording out of order right now. This is kind of feels weird. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Um, yeah, no, nothing too much going on today. Prime day. Whoa. Absolutely. Did you order anything? Uh, yeah, I'm about to. Well, what are we getting? Uh, we're ordering, uh, new headphones to go with Very my new nice. phone. Whoa. Yeah. Meet you. Yeah, I got this phone over Senor two months Swagger. ago. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, what else is new? As Ian rejects my trade as expected. We're living life. <laughs> what did you try to trade him? That's what we need to know. Don't worry about it. Nah, don't what garbage offer. Did you try and... it? wasn't a garbage offer. It was uh-huh. more of a like, how desperate are you kind of offer? Um, how bad do you want this job? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, we can get right into it if we want because uh-huh. there's some, there's some, there's there's some news, but I don't know how Jeb and I want want to do the order. No, okay. we can just we can just I'll pipe down. No, we'll talk about it now. The, Perfect. The wheels All are right. turning right now. Uh, it oiled up. Great NFL news. We'll do little NFL segments here. Um, but Alvin Kamara has officially pled guilty, guys. Guilty. Ah, yeah, yeah. He he did in fact beat the living shit out of someone. Yeah, we did see he that. He pled that down from a felony. Though. Absolutely. He apologized no for what he did, but 
he was instigated, which dropped the initial plea deal that the victim wanted from a million to a hundred thousand. Jump close to it, pretty much. And Kamara has to do thirty hours of community service and Just playing for the Saints count <laughs> and pay <laughs> uh, his medical bills, which was already in question. Uh, but. With that being said, it looks like a sussy could be six games. A lot of people now are thinking less because of the plea deal and because of you're thinking three. Yeah, that's I'm what thinking. I think. I'm thinking two mm-hmm. at this point. I, I obviously I want to hope for zero, but uh, two is. I think a lot of people are saying two, which means it's going to be eight. So yeah, that's <laughs> how it works. But I feel if he like, gets yeah. any, if he gets any more than Deshaun Watson, then NFL rigged. That's all I'm going to say. What did Deshaun Watson get again? Eleven games. What yeah, a weird I number. Think, I don't think Kamara will get eleven. I games. don't. I don't either. But that's what I'm just saying. I if feel like does, Goodell will just reach his hand into a lottery ball thing and just pull out a number. Wouldn't that be amazing if that's how? <laughs> that's how suspensions. Oh my god. Like and yeah. based on the severity, they add more big numbers into. It. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like. <laughs> and this guy, this guy committed mass murder. Let's pull the lottery ball. Oh, Two it's games. One, it's one game. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was the the guy for the Raiders? The young receiver. Ray Rice. Who, no, no. Henry Ruggs. Uh, Rugs. Oh, the Raiders. Murdered that sir. person. Yeah. Oh God. Drunk driving or just driving? I can't remember. Drunk driving. Yeah. Yeah. And reckless uh, yeah. drunk so, driving. Yeah. Just feel that from the pot. Be like, he's in prison, but when he gets out, <laughs> starring in the new version of the Longest Yard. Yeah. And oh then someone who had a hit to the head. Five years. That's... <laughs> someone who had an ounce of weed on them. Oh, ex- permanently expelled from the league. Yeah. Never. Gambled on an NFL game that you weren't a part of. <laughs> yeah. That would be actually electric if they did it that way. People like tuning in. They're making it primetime TV. Yeah. Oh, dude, the they NFL do it halftime on Sunday night football at halftime. Yeah. They got to do it on Thursday night football to bring the numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fair. The NFL would <laughs> do something like that. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's a good idea. We should pitch that. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, Rogers is a make, this is a make or break right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, but no, continuing with Alvin Kamara, uh, Corey, the trade was Kamara and a second for, oh, no, I can't even remember the receiver. Oh, T. Higgins and a first. You were and offering Kamara? I was offering Kamara. And Ian, mind you, had three running backs, two of which not starters. Who are his so, running backs, though? Singletary, Brees Hall, and... I can't remember this. One other, like, worse than Singletary, I'd say. That's mm. like... That is garbage. Yeah. And then so, I, like, and then, how desperate are you? <laughs> yeah. I like I that you included traded. a first and a second round pick in that when Higgins for Kamara is probably pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, it def- it probably is. But, I mean, it's a non-PPF. Okay. Yeah, it's just standard. So... Mm. Gotcha, gotcha, it's, gotcha. It's like, oh, I should probably get a little bit more considering running backs do get more. Plus, I, I told them, I was like, whenever Kamara's not on my team, bro, he goes off. So, <laughs> actually, <laughs> what happens. Science. Ian's running backs are actually pretty good. Who's he got? Singletary, Jonathan Taylor, and Brees Hall. Right. Brees Hall and Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. So. That's pretty good. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was the one with Jonathan Taylor or not. I thought someone else had him, so yeah, I didn't want right. to make that comment. But I mean, hey, Brees Hall. Oh, a top five injury, back and a top injury 10 back? prone. So. And then I just gave him Damian Alvin Harris. Alvin Kamara is not injury prone, though. So Ian has, Ian has four running backs now because I gave him Damian Harris for yeah. Devontae yeah. Parker in the third. And his only receiver is T. Higgins. No, he yeah. has A.J. Brown. <laughs> one. One guy. He has A.J. Brown. A lot Brown. of eggs in the basket. Yeah, tell Corey your guys' massive trade earlier. You guys yeah. had a fucking huge so burner. I, yeah, was massive. I was getting I was getting a headache trying to read what it was over sleeper. I'm, I'm like, officially what? <laughs> in retool mode. So yep. I uh, I tried to go for a little bit of a chip last year mm-hmm. and came up short only because uh the important thing is you tried. Yeah, exactly. Because Michael Thomas, A, never came back. So I gave him up for Devonta Smith from Donald. And then I or Alvin Kamara underperformed. New Orleans mm. just underperformed. Uh, and then I had a, a lot of other people. Allen Robinson underperformed mega hard. And just a lot of people underperformed. So I thought, ah, you know what? Maybe let's retool here. Okay. So I drafted Lamar Jackson, uh, his rookie mm-hmm. year. Held on to him. He was amazing. Absolutely yep. amazing. Still great. And then everyone got older. And I was like, ah, I just kind of need to... I need to retool. So. I traded away AJ Brown, Lamar Jackson, and two seconds this year for the 104 to a tank of Aloha. Like pick one, round one, pick four? Yeah. And then I also traded Darren Waller for Kyle Pitts. So I got younger there. And then I drafted, because he fell to me, I drafted Kendra Miller basically Kamara's replacement, which at the time I could have gotten Miller or DeShane or the Seahawks rookie running back. Charbonnet. Charbonnet, right. But I'm like, "Mm, Kamara might be suspended. (laughs) I like Kendra and Kendra Miller's uh, like an actual. This wasn't with pick one four, was it? This was with pick 104, yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, I, I like it. So I, I'm getting younger. So my running so, backs now are Saquon, Kamara, Algier, and Kendra Miller. And Algier, so, Algier is just fucked because Bichon. So yeah, yeah, you get nothing yeah. there. My my third round pick of Tyler Algier last year has just completely just gone down the toilet. So <laughs> so the trade in whole kind of was Tua. Hayden got Tua Pitts. Ian's first, which is Kendra Miller, and then he has Ian's third round, which is the fourth pick. To be determined. And mm-hmm. then Ian got Darren Waller, Lamar Jackson, AJ Brown, Mike's third, which is the eighth pick. Um, a second round pick, Hayden's second round pick this year, and Hayden's third round pick this year. So Ian got we, we swapped thirds, yeah. 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 Pretty much, yeah. It it yeah. is. It is, which it was a big know, one. I put a lot of put a lot of bank on Tua. Yeah, I'm trying to get another quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust Tua. Uh, I know what I'm doing already with one of my third overall picks, and I guess I can tell you guys. Yeah, I'm not even in there. You're not in the league, Jeff. Yep. I picked yep. before you. Yeah, but if I don't 
I hope you don't screw me on this. But no if I, I don't, if I don't, well, you can, because if I don't get the Detroit Lions tight end, which is who I'm going with, like the rookie, I'm going to pick Jordan Love because he's in a, he's in a pretty mm-hmm. fucking good spot, I'd yep. say. It's a good gamble on a young quarterback. Exactly. I think so. And then I'm going to go with Greg Dolchich, uh, the Broncos tight end. Yeah. I like him. Greg Dolchich de Leche. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. but anyway. Dolchich de Leche? No. Fine. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Ignore it. Move on. So that's my plan. Uh, oh, Laporte. That's who his fucking name is. Sam Laporte. Or Laporte, whatever, however you want to say it. It all depends on whether or not if he gets drafted in the next three picks. Well, I have a plan, and I was like, I want to say it, but like, I don't want you to turn around on your plan and fuck me over before. I'm telling, I'm telling you mine, and that's my plan. Because I'm just looking at um, the Jets rookie running back. I forget his fucking name. It's a tongue twister. Oh, he's like the fifth round pick or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of good buzz around him and uh it's just Cortez hard because like of that. uh because of um Hall. And Michael Carter's still there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah but I have, I have my Knight. I have Michael Carter, but this new oh, rookie this new rookie's in front Edging of Zonovan Knight the on the depth chart. So I'm kind of just like I have a lot of I have three KC running backs because <laughs> me and Donald did a trade and I got Pacheco and his first yeah. for Diggs and Aaron Jones. Um, yeah, it was a it was a big trade, but um, yeah, so I have Jarek McKinnon, Clyde and Pacheco mm-hmm. and I don't really know what to do with McKinnon and Pacheco. I'm just kind of waiting until before the season starts to see, see what, what happens. Out. Yeah, and then I might go with uh, Chase Brown uh, since he's rookie running back because Mixon that's, has, that's a good idea. has a lot of off-the-field issues right now, and he's second in line at the moment. So Yeah, because, well, I can't actually say what I'm going to say. Because... So I'm kind of just seeing what shakes out. But, uh, Corey, I um, I have one quarterback right now because I had Brady. So, and obviously he's gone, he retired. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really see a ton of like high like I had the fifth pick mm-hmm. and th- three running backs went before me. And I was like, I need running backs, but I don't see a lot of value at the fifth pick to pick a running back right now. So I picked Quentin Johnston, the Chargers rookie receiver. Mm-hmm. And Hayden helped me out with that. And I just think it's good because of Mike Williams and um, You never know what you're getting like. Yeah, they're getting kind of working at this point. And then I only have Herbert, so with Donald's first pick, I picked Anthony Richardson. Oh, there you go. And I was like, I can maybe just get a dual threat quarterback, and maybe he can just like be a beast. And yeah, like, love be... the quarterbacks that like who knows right yeah. anymore. It's like people thought Trevor Lawrence was going to come in and light it up. He looks pretty good now, but even then, it's like he's not like this. Like when's the last time a quarterback came out and was like, yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. lights out? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, right? But even then, he took a little <laughs> bit of time before he, yeah. like Andrew Luck. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Andrew right? Luck was the last one. Came out and was like, "Yes, I am as good as they said." And you're like, "Wow, okay." Yeah. Everyone else takes them a little while, or they suck. Definitely. And then I took Jacksonville's rookie running back, and his name is just so. Dope. Tank Ford, or what is it? 
Tank Bigsby. Tank like, that's Bigsby, just a yeah. football guy I right there. I hope he's an all-star. <laughs> that's just a football all guy. pro. I'm like, you're First my starter team. even if you're not playing. Like, you're just it's on the rock. Tank. <laughs> yeah, tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. So six, you. Six, six foot 215. Yeah. Dang. That is, that is a boy. running back. Yeah. Butterball. So yeah, that is basically Kendra Miller's uh, stature as well. Yeah. So Any, any that. running back that's like. Six one to five eleven and over two hundred pounds is like, that's what you want. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> like, uh, he's gonna run people over. But anywho, fellas, I I have that was like the big piece of information because uh, again, mm-hmm. no other sightings have happened that are of talking point. But I have a fun little segment uh, for you guys. It's a little quick one. All right. Is this, and uh, is this question of the week? Or it's not. It- but it, under that it, kind of thing, it's not. But we'll relay. Actually, you know what? Let's do question of the week first because that's yeah. always what we do. Let's kick started with that question of the week, fellas. It's a football related question. Would you rather kick a game winning field goal from twenty five yards out, and you're getting rushed, mind you? Okay, I don't know how your kicking is, but I also don't know how your guys' throwing is. Or would you rather throw? To a prime Megatron, prime Gronk, or prime Jimmy Graham on a one-yard post-fade route into the end zone for a touchdown. Am I getting some sort of, like, just personal accomplishment? Or am I getting, like, like, is this just, like, what would be a better feeling? What do you think you had a better chance of doing? Yeah, let's just say the prize money is since I what I think would be harder is kicking because there's so many mechanics that I can kick a 25 yard field goal. But in the rush (laughs) and in the face of everyone to win a game, I'm going to say kicking, you get $10 million and throwing the touchdown, you get $5 million. And, And to make it a little bit more interesting, I'd say. The prime target is going up against a white cornerback. <laughs> is that white cornerback Jevin? <laughs> the white cornerback is Richard Sherman in white face? No, <laughs> no, no. Let, like, let's who was the last white cornerback? Let's see. The great white hope. Ah, I, already, I put in Keatley. who was the last white and it fills in cornerback in the CFL. Um, NFL Jason Seahorn, who started for the Giants between 1996 and 2002. He was good. I remember him. Well, I that's okay. Okay, here's the thing you go first. So, I was just thinking, like, I'm kind of attacking it from like, what do I have a better chance of doing? And I think my throwing would be better than my kicking, but I am 5'7. So my chances of seeing over <laughs> six, seven linemen are very slim. So I would be throwing a blind ball. See, this... that's exactly why I gave you three choices to choose from that are absolutely monstrous targets. That I won't be off. able to see any of them, Hayden. You could just throw it in the direction and they'll go <laughs> for it. <laughs> but also, like, my kicking's very, like... I might just like overthink it and just like hit the back of the center. 
I'm like, <laughs> oops, sorry, my bad. So, oh gosh, are they throwing like an engage eight blitz? And I'm just like, well, let's just who's say... on the D? Who's on the D line? Oh man, is it uh, caliber players? Is yeah. it Philly's D line? Let's, let's put uh, Nick Bosa. Oh, on the one edge, uh, TJ Watt <laughs> on the other edge, Aaron Donald and Calais Campbell in the middle. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, fuck. Let, let's see who was the most average D line last year. Just uh, average D line, average O line. You know, it's just like you're gonna have doesn't matter. Best of the two and a half seconds before people start to eke through there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like hut, I think, one, one thousand, two, one thousand. If I hear you're like, there's pressure starting to form. Yeah, so like. I this is my thinking. It's like I am gonna die more if I throw the ball and they get to me. Mm-hmm. But like I'm more confident in my throwing. Yeah, odds are you're not gonna get tackled as the kicker. Yeah, but That's odds true. is like I. Do you know what? Send it. I'm gonna throw to my boy Gronk or Megatron in the post fade, and just like <laughs> hope for the best. <laughs> That's my answer. What about you, Corey? So. Here's the thing. I know I could, in a vacuum, make that throw, right? Just all, if there's no, like, I can throw a one-yard fade. <laughs> it's not I mean, hard. anyone can, but it's just, exactly. can, you put it in the right, throw. can you put it in the right place? Now, well, the right place is, I'm, I'm obviously throwing to Megatron. He's the best option of the three. He's the best receiver of the three of them. It's not close. The other guys are bigger, uh, like thicker boys, but I just need Megatron to be able to go up <laughs> as high as he can and try and get to where I'm putting that ball, right? Because I'm obviously not going to be able to stick him. Like, there's a chance it sticks him, but also probably not. I'm 5'10", so still short by quarterback standards in the NFL. Uh, very short by quarterback. I am. Um, yeah, like what's the average? Probably like six one. Six, yeah, six two. Right. <laughs> it's like saying Steph Curry short and he's six three. It's like okay. Yeah, like in the <laughs> NFL, what is Russell Wilson shorter than me and Kyler Murray, and that's about it, maybe. And even then, they might be five ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and I'm not fast, like compared to your average human. I'm average speed. Uh, maybe a little bit because there's a lot of fat people and I'm a little faster than them. <laughs> but compared to NFL players, I'm so slow. I'm molasses on that field. So I'm going to go hut <laughs> and then I'm going to do like a three-step drop and my three steps take a million years. And then I'm just, I won't be able to probably see over top of the linemen who are all taller and bigger than me. So I can't really see already. I don't have the wheels to kick out. Like I can't, I yeah. cannot roll out of this. <laughs> right. Because if the edge breaks free at all, I'm toast and yeah. linebackers are now, if I roll out, the linebackers are coming up. <laughs> I'm already like I'm, Luke Keekley's just like ah. <laughs> coming at me. I'm like, okay, I have one second. So that's just it's, me going. It's literally drop, the drop, post. It's uh, literally the post fade. Yeah. You yeah. Take I know. A step, but there's a step back there. drop. Yeah, and yeah, so, so like no linebackers, that, it's one on one. But just the fact that if someone blitzes and jumps, I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Like, see, but then yeah, that's the thing. Anyone can Bobby Wagner it right over so the I center to, like, line and block up, the kick. I would go boom, and then yep, and it wouldn't be on him. It's up, 
it's a it's a hail mary like up to him because I don't have the arm speed and <laughs> I can't throw the ball hard enough to be able to beat the corner into being like not getting his hand out to stop that ball because it's a one yard so he mm-hmm. knows it's like right there the guy turns he goes I don't have the zip <laughs> to fucking fire it in there so it's got to be a lob like it needs to be yeah. a place where only Calvin can get to it up high high point that ball mm-hmm. so that's just like a random that I'm like I didn't throw it too far out for him the kick I'm as big as NFL kickers right they're not we've seen them yeah I don't know if I have I haven't tried and if I have no practice I would take the throw because with no practice there's a zero percent chance I can make that kick there's at least a shot in the dark of me lobbing up a ball and maybe the greatest receiver of all time bringing it down yeah there's a zero percent chance that the goalposts move closer as I kick the ball <laughs> <laughs> or go like this and shift and slide. I can't. Uh, so if you gave me a week, no, I would no, maybe you say don't the get kick. a week. No, so I'm telling you, if you gave me a week, oh. I would maybe say the kick to like every day, go out there and practice at it. But if you're just like, you're throwing me into a thing, it's the throw. It has to be because yeah. there's a 0% chance I can kick a 25 year uh, an extra point in the nfl i'll say this you get one well if you wanted i don't know if you're going to change your answer because of this you get one practice kick with no one there and you get one practice throw with I'm still no one there throw. still taking yeah. throw because still one kick's not enough yeah uh, i need to practice well <clears throat> i guess uh my original plan was to always go the ladder uh i'm gonna go with the kick i used to kick in football Mm-hmm. Not a big deal, <laughs> but I think you put get me one kick just to kind of see how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I could do it. Twenty five yards. Uh, it's it's so funny. I see all these people like at CFL games or whatever that come out to do like the the kick of ten yards or some shit, and they can't even get it above the goalpost. It's like, come on, they've man. never kicked. A football before, <laughs> but no one's ever kicked a like. They seem to pick anyone who's never kicked a damn ball in their life. Like even toe punting gets more. Like yeah, you're probably gonna hurt a toe, but you're gonna get so much velocity yeah, behind. They that. also have at a Lions game tens of dozens of people <laughs> <laughs> yelling at them. That's a lot of pressure. Ah, uh, it is a lot of both is a lot of pressure, right? Like the ball can slip mm-hmm. out of your hand when you pull it back, but. I think no, I'm talking about the, the people kick. at the CFL games. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, people screaming at you. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the kick. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, if you've kicked footballs before and have had to practice at it, then that's a reasonable thing to pick because it's like, there's but no... I also practice NFL kickers aren't going through the motions like faster than you to kick that ball. It's not like they like, you know what I mean? Like there's a difference between like a quarterback trying to drop back, make a read and throw a ball. Then a kicker's like, everything is the exact same all the time. They go snap. I do my three steps. I kick ball. Like whether or in, not the defense stops them. Scenarios, it's, it's never definitely. like, it's never that the kickers moved too slowly to kick the ball. Like they're not like, oh, <laughs> stutter step. It's not soccer where they like do the tippy toe and then kick. It's like a fluid motion where sometimes the D line breaks through and they get fucked. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh. But you they need to know could, how to kick. They also could delay it. Like, I know a lot of it with kicking is timing. Mm-hmm. And catching the ball, like, obviously going, like, half a second before the snap is 
usually yeah. what I was You're, told I'm to do. I'm assuming the guy makes the like exactly yeah read. exactly. But I'm just saying like with uh, other kickers, they like sometimes when you see them, the yeah. guy gets the ball and it's already down before he starts his run up, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a bold choice. <laughs> see if it pays off. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh that was question of the week and. I got a little fun game because obviously with the NFL kind of ramping up, um, I kind of like looked and I was like, wow, this guy's actually on this team. This guy's on that team. And so, you know, it's kind of a little quick refresher in the summer just to realize mm-hmm. who's on what team bef- two weeks before training camp. So I want to I want to see if you guys know exactly where some players are uh, are playing right now. Where are they now? Where are they now? You guys need like music. Kind of like Corey <laughs> Mass. Kind of like Corey Massey, the Disney XD actors. Where, are Where they is now? he now? <laughs> this NFL player's in San Quentin. <laughs> Cellmates with Corey, Corey, Corey. In San Quentin. <laughs> in a big house. All right, you can start now. Alrighty. Perfection. Uh we're gonna try and I'm gonna try and make this easy to a little bit hard. Okay. And depending on how quickly it is, then we'll see exactly what happens. Cool beans. Um so the first one, Tremaine Edmonds. Previously on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Where is he now? Seahawks. Hmm? Browns? No. And where did you say, Corey? Seahawks. He is a Chicago Bear. Oh, gross. Bad he signed guy. a massive contract. Four years, $72 million. Browns, Bears, Brown Bears, you know? Bears, I like bees, that move. Star, Browns, Bears, Battlestar yeah. <laughs> Bears are going to suck again this year. Losers, Bears suck. Uh, Bye. Well, I actually cannot wait to Why see. Why do you say that? The game, Corey. You're all going to be so surprised at yeah. how Jordan Love has developed. Yeah, I heard Jair Alexander said he's the best quarterback in the league, overranking wait, Patrick Mahomes. Just wait till Chase Claypool tears him a new one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, or maybe he'll be at a fashion show in yeah. fucking France. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyways, next one. Point in for Where is Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, Raiders Vegas. or is he a free Yeah, agent? he's on the Raiders. I almost said Oakland, but I had to remember they're not there anymore. I knew he was <laughs> on the Raiders, break. but I didn't know if they terminated his contract because of his injury. Oh, they, so I well, didn't know if didn't know if it was a trick question. Like, oh no, he's a free agent now. Uh, Got one. him. <laughs> Spoiler, yeah. Uh, three years, seventy-two point seven five mil. Nice bag, nice bag for Jimmy. Yeah, overrated. Uh, Jesse Bates. Properly rated. <laughs> no one thinks he's good. <laughs> Jesse Bates. I don't uh, know who Jesse talk, Bates is. Talk to didn't any he, Raiders fan. Didn't he resign? He can't in talk to a team's fan. I thought he resigned he, in Cincy. He did not resign. Okay, in hold Cincy. on. AFC or NFC? NFC. Bucks. No. <laughs> Same division. He yes. is an Atlanta Falcon. Oh. Mm. Four years, $64 million became the highest paid safety ever. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Should I know this guy? Yes. Yes, you should. Jesse Bates is very, yeah, very he's good. a very good bangle. You should know him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Honestly, he like, was. that's the 
first time I think I've like I've probably heard the name because I've watched football, but like that's a name that just was like, Hoop. No, he was that sound like time, a fake player's name. Every time I watched the Bengals game, he was all He's over the all over place. the field. Yeah. Well, he won't Here be now because he plays for the Falcons, idiot. <laughs> That's that's a fact. He's a, he's a dirty bird. Yeah. They're going all the way. All right. Where is Adam Thielen? Carolina. He went fast with that. So is that correct? That is correct. Nice. Hooked on a Thielen. Great. All time <laughs> great fantasy. That team is a name. great, yeah, great fantasy team name. I agree. Uh all right. Now we're starting to get a little bit harder. Yeah, and this is this is going a little bit fast. So I'm I'm liking it. Where is Byron Murphy. Previously he, an Arizona Cardinal. Miami? He went to the uh, Giants. Minnesota Vikings. Oh! <laughs> I got well, Murphy the conference for right. Miami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck, what was this? Didn't a, Mur- didn't a Murphy play for there was one. I can't. That's how we should have played this game. Was you get zero points for everything wrong, one point for the correct conference, two for the division, <laughs> three for the team. <laughs> Made an actual game. Uh, all right. Where is Odell Beckham Jr.? Baltimore. He did. Yeah. 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 He is. Good job, Jeff. Is he all healthy? Right. He is. Yeah. Like ready to play week one. Yeah. Ready to play. Well, like, he was like he was like on the edge around before the playoffs mm-hmm. and because like people were going to sign him for a Super Bowl run but mm-hmm. he couldn't get cleared in time and a lot of people were saying like oh he's going to sign with Dallas because that'd be dope but then he didn't get cleared or like he got cleared but no one trusted Interesting him. offense that Ravens so. offense mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. where is Robert Woods previously he was Tennessee in Tennessee Titan. Where did Robert Woods go? Chargers. No. I actually don't know. They brought him out on the cheap. I'm just going to say no. (laughs) Yeah, you are wrong. Uh... He is in the AFC. Okay, thank you. One point for Corey. (laughs) I am going to go and say Denver. He stayed in in the division. He is now a Houston Texan. You know, uh, know what? I was uh, going to say Houston. <laughs> I was like, where, they, why would they bring him in? What's the point? <laughs> that's where all the old go to die. Exactly. Yeah. All right, we got three more. Okay. Where is Patrick Peterson? Pittsburgh. That is correct. Oh. Yeah. I did not that know is, that. That is correct. Is he washed now or is he still good? I think he's still good. We'll see. He's eight for his age. <laughs> Right, he's a bit older now, so I think he he's used just to a be the best. And it's just but like, I think he's a good, like, solid back that'll play like majority of the snaps. But maybe some guy comes in every now and again to do what? what? Suck for his suck for a play and then <laughs> put Patrick P back in. <laughs> Where is Baker Mayfield? Was he in Carolina at the end of last year? Nope. I know where he is. I'm going to let Corey try and answer. He was a Ram to end the season. He was traded from the Panthers. Okay, okay, okay. Rams. Corey, I'm going to let you try and answer this. He went to some shithole. Also, Jeff, it was Byron Jones from Miami. 
Oh, Byron Jones. Was it Byron Murphy that we? Yes. I was the first name that I got mixed up, not yep. the last name. Baker went to the Cardinals. Nope. He went mm-hmm. to the Bucks. He went to the bunch of oh, queers. Gross. What a garbage franchise that's turned into. <laughs> Absolutely. They went and from now, the goat to the goat. He's <laughs> goat to the throat. <laughs> Ew. Excuse yeah. me. This is a kid's show. <laughs> All right. Last one. Where is Fuck them kids? Dion Jones. The rapper? <laughs> Dion Jones, the rapper? Sounds Dion... like a rapper. This guy sounds like he's in Atlanta. I'll tell you what. Don't tell me I'm wrong. He was a Falcon, but oh, see, that's previously why. he oh, was yeah. a Brown. A Brown Falcon? So he's still flying <laughs> high. Seahawk. Um, No, I don't think he's there. But I also don't have a second good guess. I'm going to go with... Uh, Washington's not paying any money. The Commandors? I'm, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Both wrong. Trick question. He's not on a team yet. He's 28 and he has not been signed. So what is wrong not be very fair? Good with Deion Jones? Probably That's a, a fucking fair. criminal. <laughs> Why don't you give me you a layup like knowledge. Aaron Rodgers? I, told, <laughs> I gave you a layup. The first fucking three were layups. Yeah, and I said like Jimmy Aaron Garoppolo, Rogers. Tremaine Edmonds, and Jesse Bates were all in the top ten. Not layups. People don't pay attention to defensive players. Right, you need to learn that. I knew that's one of just the, not true. I knew one of those. I knew Garoppolo. Very true. That was it. No, you knew Jesse Bates too, didn't you? People play fantasy football and they Cor- don't draft no, defensive I, players. I know. I know who Jesse Bates is. I didn't know he went to. Yeah, Atlanta. do you know who Norman Bates uh, was? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you haven't seen the movie Psycho. Idiots. All right. Well, let's uh let's flip leagues and let's go to the NHL here. You know what? Um, Wait, one more. Corey, where the fuck right. is Alan Lazard? Alan Lizard, he went to the New York Jutes, obviously. Yeah, see, to play layup, with his boy. layup. What a layup. Thank okay, you. Jeff. So, yeah. You're welcome. The greatest offense ever for this year. <laughs> let's go to the NHL. Corey, I'm going to give you a minute. Just a minute, mm-hmm. and you have to give me your thoughts on Vancouver's offseason so far. Ready, set, go. I guess that's what the Canucks needed to do because at the end of the day, they needed to bring in some defensive help, and they needed to bring in a bottom six center, and they did exactly that with Teddy Bluger and Carson Sose and Ian Cole. Uh, I think that Ian Cole and Carson Soucy are exactly the kind of guys that they needed. They still need a top four defenseman because they're – it's still not like Stanley Cup material, but this team shouldn't be trying to mention the Stanley Cup in any sort of sentence that they're in because they're just trying to get into the playoffs. They still have Tyler Myers on the books, which is an unfortunate thing, but at the in September, they're supposed to be off that bonus, which means they can trade him, hopefully. They maybe have a deal in place with the Sharks for uh, who knows. Apparently, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but it was Kevin LeBanc. Thank you, Kevin LeBanc. And uh, who needs him? It's sort of very redundant for this team. So it's like, what's the point? Just wait till the deadline then and trade Myers then. Uh, other than that, I think they still need to bring in another bottom six center. They still need to trade some wingers. I don't know if they're going to be able to. This team's just perpetually going to be mediocre. And at the end of the day, it's better than that because there was no big long-term contract sent out. Well done. Thank you. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Now I'm going to give you another 30 seconds to sum up the entire offseason. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'll give you a minute to sum what up the I- entire off- If you want to sum up like 
the draft and your thoughts on the offseason so far, just like kind of in general? I feel like the offseason, nothing groundbreaking really happened. I don't know. Maybe that's just me because the cap has not moved again. So yeah. it's teams have no no room to do anything real. Um, you know, still a couple of free agents sitting out there to be signed. Where's Cherosenko going to end up? Where's Kane going to end up if he can come back from having his hip carved out? Um, yeah. Hip shaving surgery, whatever that is. Um, oh, he sucks. Like he's going to be out for a few right? Like He's months. out until at least October. Yeah. Um, in terms of the draft, I think that it obviously Bedard goes one. Uh, it was a little <laughs> surprising to see Leo Carlson go number two. Really thought Fantilli was going to go there. Um, I love that uh, Columbus got Fantilli and then at the very beginning of the second round got uh, Gavin Brindley, who's his teammate. Um, so that should be able to make some magic for them. I think Fantilli probably plays this year because he's built like a pro, probably the most NHL ready body that came out of the top. The he already signed his contract, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. Uh, Brindley definitely going to go back to college, though. He's a little guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mitchkov for Philly, if he comes over, fucking wow. Uh, the pick for the Canucks, I get it. It's fucking just so boring. He is Ole Ulevi. And like, if he pan, like if Ulevi panned out, that's who this guy is. He's like a safe, puck moving, good skating, blah, 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 blah. Fucking Tom Willander would have loved. I know they have too many wingers, but I would have loved if they took Zach Benson. Like local kid who is electric. And it's like, ah, fine. Yeah. Or I liked, uh, the kid that Chicago ended up taking late. Oliver Moore. First. That's, yeah, Ollie Moore. That's who I was, uh, that's who I was talking fast, about, too. Fast center. I, so I was like, come on, pick one of the forwards. I know they don't need a forward, but this, the draft should never be about drafting for team need. Dumb. Best, best player, player available. And if they th- truly think Willander is the best player available, fine. But Tom Willander tops out as like a second pairing, steady defenseman who like has the upside of 30 to 40 points and can play on your, like is good. The team needs a guy like that. Like his ceiling is like a less physical Brent Seabrook. Right. People are like, wow, Seabrook's like the best though. You're like, Seabrook was great playing alongside Keith. Yeah. Uh, like truly is a second pairing defenseman. Probably you can put him on a top pair with a guy who's like all world. And so it's just like, I hope he pans out. So I'm not going to like shit on the pick because it'd be great if he does. He's sorely needed. He's the Canucks best prospect already. Um, so, you know, and the rest of it, I thought the Canucks made, uh, they got that bruiser kid, uh, <laughs> which is a great Bruce. I don't even know how to say his last name, but uh, Bruce Dewitz or something. He's like six, six, right? Big boy, lots of high energy. Like it's a fun pick. The rest of their draft though, I don't know. I felt like they, I did two fantasy hockey entry drafts before the real draft happened in two different leagues that I'm in. And it's like, there's in this draft, there was so much like home run style picks that you could have made that the Canucks could have like taken a swing on a guy because their prospects are shit. And I don't care how good a draft is supposed to be when you're picking guys into the second, third, fourth, fifth round, you're like, an NHL pick in the third round has like a 10% chance to play in the NHL, basically, right? So even if you think this draft is deeper, you're like, well, he's got a 30% chance. Like, that still means he's probably never going to play. So take a fucking swing on a guy. Like, there's this Russian kid. His name's like Timur uh, Mukin. I can't remember how to say his name. 
but like electric, but like a shorter, small Russian guy. It's like, well, you have some Russians on your team. You have some good relationship with that shit. Like draft a player like that. But they're yeah. like, no, we'll take this overager. Like the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so it's stuff like that where it's just like yeah. this team sometimes is just mind bogglingly boring with mm-hmm. what they do. It's like, no one's going to be mad if in the third, fourth and fifth round, you're like, screw it. This guy's either going to be a top six player or never play in the NHL. Like, That's yeah. fine. Take a swing. Yeah. Take a goddamn swing because you're never going to hit a home run if you don't swing. I agree. They're like, no, we'll bunt. We're just trying to get on base. You're like, great. Our whole team's on first. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, I kind of, I agree. I agree. I think Willander, I've, I think he's going to be a bit better, but like, I can kind of see that. I think he's going to be like the second guy on the top pairing. But like I think he's capable of being a top pairing guy. Yeah. And um I'm excited to see what he delivers, but I do think that like his ADP was like 16 to 20. So yeah. like at 11 like they was kind traded of back. a reach. Yeah, I think they could have traded back and got him, which is what I told Hayden. And like I wanted Oliver Moore or Benson as well. Cause I'm like, we still need a center. And like Oliver mm-hmm. Moore is like High energy. I think you could be like what the Canucks need. And Zach Benson's just like. You also still need young game breaking forwards, yeah. like wingers, because you're like, well, who are the wingers they currently have? They're like, well, you have so many. You're like, they're expendable. You about? They're all though. 25 plus years old. Yeah, they're expendable. They're not, so I don't think it's it was really, a problem really to beans. take Benson. But it, um, it feels like they took Willender to be, they're like, he'll be a perfect partner for Quinn Hughes. <laughs> you're like, okay, Quinn's already 23 or 24 years old. Yeah. Like, don't try and draft a kid. You're like, I think you could play with him. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to just quickly stick with the Canucks. It's not the biggest headline we have, but we're just going to stick with them. Uh, Hoglander, Woo! he was the pending RFA with us, signs two years, 2.2 mil overall, 1.1 AAV. Um, I think it's a good bargain mm-hmm. for how skilled he is, and I think that's the kind of contract we need on a team like us. But... um. Hey, Corey, what do you guys think of this Hoglander contract? I think it's good. Uh, I know we talked about it on Sunday uh, a little bit with Duncan. They just need to use him. Like, like, you got, uh, like you and Duncan were saying as well, he's a talkit guy. So as long as Talkit plays him, then I think this contract is well-deserved for a guy like Hoglander. Yeah. I think I, I it's a good deal. Like whether or not he plays, like gets time on the Canucks much or not. Like what he's what he's shown he can do in the NHL and the numbers he puts up in the A. You're like, yeah, it's a fair, it's a good deal. The problem is the that's been the problem with the Canucks for more than a year is where do you put him? Right? It's like, are you just gonna try and put him on your fourth line and be like, he's an energy like that's the player he's gonna be. His energy, not a ton of offensive upside because. When you look at their wingers, assuming that JT Miller is now our full-time 2C, right? Because there's nobody else to put there. So Garland's still there. Besser's still there. Mikheyev's still there. Kuzmenko is still there. Beauvillier. Beauvillier. Put Coles in. Like, where are you going to put Hoaglander? Where does he fit? That's the problem. So it's it's a great contract bottom nine forward <laughs> right and try and plug him in somewhere on the bottom six because you just don't have room you still have yeah. tanner pearson if he ever plays again with his 
and necromancer hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the thing. Like I like Hoglander, and I he's I think he's an NHL player, but they need in a league where nobody has calf space and you're not about the Canucks are in no position to attach a sweetener to a deal to get rid of one of their wingers. Cause none of their wingers really, none of them are overpaid. Really? Like you can maybe make the argument Besser's slightly overpaid, but not that much by what? Maybe a million. Right. I, like, I think he's maybe like a playing like a four and a half right now. He's getting paid. What? Six, six. What's he getting paid? Six and a half. His qualifying offers. Yeah, yeah his just qualifying just because the way his contract was set up, like it's high, but like I think he's like a six and six point three seven five or some bullshit. Like he had fifty, he had fifty five points in yeah. seventy four games. Like that's legitimate top six production. Like yeah. that's from it's a just, second line winger. You're like that's great. He had eighteen goals, so you're like you put him out over a full eighty two games. You're like that's still another eight games. You're like two more goals makes sense. You're like that's a, that's a twenty goal guy, twenty goals around sixty points. Like if you spread it out over a whole season, you're like, yeah. So what he makes, like, that's what I mean, where it's like nobody on this franchise at this point outside of Tyler Myers is overpaid. So to attach something to a player to like, just get rid of the contract for a team that is in no position. Cause it's like, you're not going to win a cup this year. You're not going to win a cup next year. (laughs) Like until you fix that defense and you bring in another top pairing level guy or at least a legitimate i don't even know if carson susie's a top four defenseman you know what i mean he's, he's yeah he played in the bottom pair of in seattle so. yeah maybe he could be your number four guy but or five yeah yeah so it's just like i like i like the hoglander deal it's just i don't know what where, where they where they put him i'd love yeah. if he could get on in on the team full time but it's yeah. just where yeah canucks have like five expiring deals so like really mm-hmm. you're not gonna make a difference this year just play it out this year and then reassess in next year's off season and just kind of see what you can do kind of fill in spots once again try and accumulate draft picks and develop those over the next two years and then mm-hmm. sign some players that could enhance your forward group and deepen your defensive core and then just see where you are there and then maybe make a step next year once like your yeah. cap situation is a bit more figured out but um we're gonna go to the big news here uh a name that's been swirling around the league for weeks upon weeks now alex debrinkat he came out and basically said told ottawa that he doesn't want to resign doesn't want a long-term contract doesn't want to stay in Ottawa. So obviously their next move was to look for a trade partner. And for the longest time, Detroit was attached to Ottawa and lo and behold, Stevie Y goes out and makes a trade for Alex to and then signs him to a four year, 31 and a half million dollar contract comes out to a 7.875 annual average annual value. Uh, Ottawa receives forward Dominic Kubalik. Uh, defensive prospect Donovan Donovan Sabrango, a conditional 2024 first round pick and a 2024 fourth round pick. The condition on the first is that it's either Detroit or Boston's first round pick. Boston's first round pick is top 15 protected. So if they both finish outside of the top 15, Ottawa gets to choose. But if Boston finishes in the top 15, then they get Detroit's. This whole weird shebang. But 
Corey, I'm going to go to you first. What are your thoughts on the deal and signing? I have to imagine that Debrinket said he will only sign with Detroit. Yeah. Because that return is fucking garbage. (laughs) Like Dominic Kublik is a fine NHL player. He's, I think, 40 to 50 points. Like he's a good second to third, like middle six winger. He's also 28 years old. Yeah. So, and I think he has only one year left on his deal, if my brain is remembering correctly. So you've picked up a guy who is not going to be a long-term answer on your team. Yeah, he's got one year left at 2.5 uh, before he is a, a UFA, I believe. Um, so basically a filler. Uh, and uh, the other two pieces, the fourth and the prospect, are garbage garbage pieces they mean absolutely nothing that that prospect i i know pretty in depth about the nhl and their prospects for the most part i don't know who that is uh and a fourth round pick might as well be a bag of pucks and a conditional first you're like great so they got a first round pick and maybe they flip the, the problem with ottawa is i feel like they're trying to be better this year and try and make the playoffs so i don't think they're going to try and flip kubelik at the deadline, unless they're in a position where obviously it looks like they're not going to make the playoffs and yeah, they'll flip him and try and get a third or second round pick for this guy. Um, so it's like you gave up a young, I think to 25, uh, 30 goal proven 30 goal scoring guy. I mean, yeah, he only had, I think 62 points last year or something like that. Nothing world beating, but still like a guy who's known around the league who can get 30 goals for a first round pick. Basically. Yeah. So it's it's a bad return. It's a bad return, especially I don't remember what they gave up to Chicago for him, but I feel like it was more than that. So it's a bummer for Ottawa. I think it's good for Detroit. I think that's a decent deal, seven point eight. Um, which is funny. We call Besser overpaid when he had like fifty five points last year at six million, but seven point eight for sixty something points last year. You're like, that's pretty good. Because like, oh, Debrinkat's a great goal scorer because he's been able to put up 30 goals before. And he had like 70 points like two years ago. So I get it. Um, But yeah, I think he's from Detroit. He's, well, not Detroit. He's from Michigan. Wants to go home, play there. I have no idea what the Red Wings are doing. They've made a lot of weird moves. Yeah. It's like Stevie Y said, the rebuild's over. (laughs) But then also with weird pieces. So let's figure it out. But yeah, I, I like it for Detroit and I don't like it for Ottawa. Aid? Yeah, no, it was a bad, bad trade for Ottawa. Um, and like Corey said, good, good for Detroit. And, you know, finally, DeBrincat has a home. And the fact that it's like his home team is pretty sick. I feel like that is going to maybe push the needle, I'd say, for DeBrincat to you know, play a little harder at home and maybe for his team. And it was just not news I was expecting on Sunday. You know, it was like we came home right from golf. I look at my phone and I know yours was dead, but charging. And then, yeah, just to bring cat to Detroit. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> just from the clouds. Yeah. From the clouds. Yeah. I think Ottawa definitely could have gotten a little bit more, but you know, what do we know? We're only podcasting about it. 
Who knows oh, no. what there is behind closed doors? I didn't I didn't hate the return for Ottawa for a team who had absolutely negative no leverage. leverage. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. basically pulled a Ryan Kessler and said, I'm going to basically this team, but maybe gave a second team. And it was like, I'm only going to sign an extension here. So like only trade me here. Yeah. And Ottawa was like, okay, well, fuck, we gave basically the world for you. And now you're only giving us one team to trade you to. It's kind of like, they they just felt handcuffed, and I don't blame them for taking a swing on Debrinkat, hoping he stays for long term because he could fit their timeline very well. So like, Ottawa's plan I don't hate. Did it go the way they planned? Obviously not. But I think Kubalik he scored what thirty goals his rookie year. Like he didn't like he has that in him. And Chicago the past few years. Hasn't been good. And then he went to Detroit and kind of was weird in a weird slump. So it's like, I think he's capable of being a solid, like 45 to 60 point guy in the right middle six guy. Yeah. In the right system. And I think for Ottawa, they kind of need players like that to fill out the roster. He's not going to cost a ton of money, but he's going to be able to possibly be productive in the middle six. So like, Obviously, for Debrinkat, it's not exactly what you're looking for, but I think it's what a team needs. And so, like, I don't hate that. And the first round pick, like, they still were able to get that. And I think they're probably going to just flip that and something else that they've accumulated over the years and maybe a roster player for something a little more solid. And then I heard they're possibly bringing in Tarasenko as well. So... They're making moves to create space for potentially bigger pieces. So I'd probably give like Detroit like an A, like A minus, like probably an A for getting to bring out on a good deal. And I'd probably give Ottawa like a solid B, like just for the return they got. But like they just simply had no leverage. So it's like, yeah, you can't expect to get a ton when. Detroit knows it's like, well, he's only coming here, so we're getting him regardless. So you better give up something. You may as well, or else mm-hmm. he's just going to sit out and you just right. Yeah, so it's like, a bummer for Ottawa. I looked yeah. it up. They gave up a first, a second, and a third to get to rink at, but that first was the seventh overall pick in 2022. Yeah. So like that stings and that sucks for your like front office. You bring a guy in, you take a big swing like that. You're like, no, we're going to build around this kid. And so he's like, I actually don't want to be here. You're like, oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> they should have tried to move him at the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> when you probably could have got a little bit, bit more for him. But uh, yeah, in a vet, like with their hands tied, it's not bad with their hands tied. It's just like in general, that sucks. Yeah. Like, like in a perfect you picked up world- a guy who you could pick up on in free agency that there's a million wingers. That can yeah. get you 40 points. And you got a first round pick somewhere mid mid teens to late first round, depending on how yeah. these teams do, right? So that sucks for them, but whatever. Yeah. Sucks to I suck. agree. Sucks to suck. Uh Kopitar. Andre. Uh signs a two year extension, 14 million dollars, seven mil AAV. Love it. Uh I think it's a great signing for LA. Discount for LA. Yeah, I agree. Very solid. Um, Philip Zadina, the sixth overall pick in 2018. Um, he was put on waivers, 
uh, or I guess like Stevie Y was looking to trade him and put him on waivers. No one picked him up and then put him back on waivers for the purpose of a buyout. And then about a few days later, Philip Zadina signs a one-year, $1.1 million contract in San Jose. Um, I oh, just sharks. Yeah, I think it's like a no risk. Yep. Signing. It's like all reward, no risk. Yeah, if he if he hits, fucking rights will sign him to. Yeah. Because like his raise is going to be probably in the what three to four millions if he has a good year. So it's like you're yeah, still like getting. He has a yeah. So like you're still going to get him on a contract for what he was projected. So it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of like you're winning no matter what for a team that's rebuilding anyway. So. Exactly. You got a free a free lottery ticket. Yeah. Maybe this kid needed a change of scenery for whatever reason and thrives with the sharks. You're like, oh wow, there it is. Or you're like, he's entirely craps off. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> and, leaves. and now like on a team with San Jose, it's like we don't really have anyone, so we need to fill out our top six. So here's mm-hmm. more minutes per night to give you exactly a to given create. every every opportunity. Yeah. Um Noah Cates, uh Florida rookie sends a two year $5.25 million contract extension with an AAV of 2.625. Uh, no Cates, I believe, had around mid-30 points, but he was close to being a Selkie finalist. He was putting up Selkie numbers. So I think this is a very good deal for Philly, and it could be just an absolute bargain to have that good of a defensive player be fresh off his rookie season. So doesn't hurt. Hey, hey. No, does not hurt at all. Sign him young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, mother young. Mont- <laughs> okay. Uh, Montreal trades Joel Edmondson to the Washington Capitals for a third and seventh round pick in 2024. So, cool. I don't know what the Capitals are doing. Are they trying to win? They still? are very weird. I think that Rasmus Sandin was a unfucking believable deal off Toronto. Great they got for them. Yeah, first and a. First and sending, but yep. then, yeah, I don't know. It's like kind of they're a weirdly built team. I have yeah. no idea. I have no idea what the Washington Capitals are going to look like or what they're trying to do. Yeah, they're in Same. that mushy middle of like because you still have Ovechkin. They're like the Penguins, where you're like, you still have those guys. So, but you- also like Pittsburgh, Dubas is putting an effort to reestablish that top six to make yeah. at least make them competitive. Whereas like. Washington signing these weird like fourth, fifth, sixth defensemen to like yeah. bolster that <laughs> that D line to help Ovi out. Where it's like, yep. I don't know, like Dylan Strom's cool, like Ovi's cool, Backstrom's mm-hmm. cool when he's healthy. I don't know. You're trying to trade Mantha, been the same, like, yeah. Like, it's a, just a shit pile. Like, yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Alex, the team screams with the 18th overall pick. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with that. Um, Alex Newhook, freshly traded to Montreal from Colorado Avalanche. Uh, he was a pending RFA, and he signs a four-year, $11.6 million contract with a 2.9 average annual value. Corey, what are your thoughts on this Newhook trade and deal for Montreal? I thought it was kind of interesting that Colorado was able to get a first-round pick back for him still. I know he's only 22. And a, and a high second. It was 37th overall, too. Oh, oh, there you go. Uh, like he's only 22 and he it's just didn't have the opportunity in Colorado, right? Like he wasn't going to be getting top 
offensive minutes. So you go to Montreal. I like Montreal. I like what they're doing over there. Yeah, it's a game. fun young team. St. Louis like, yeah, screw it. We're not supposed to be winning right now. Go out and score. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So like new hook in that environment. I, maybe he turns into like that top six center. Is he a number one guy? Probably not, but nobody really is. It's hard to be a number one true like elite level center, but it's a risk from Montreal, but I like it because Montreal looks around. They're like, we have a lot of prospects right now. Uh, so what, what's the point of us drafting another guy to wait a few years to develop into what new hook is right now where Colorado looks at it and they go, we don't really have a great spot for new hook right now. Yeah. We have guys that need to play the offensive minutes that he's not going to get. So instead let's bolster our pipeline with picks and players that we can probably move if we need to for pieces at the deadline that we need. So I think it makes sense. I, I love it. I looked at that trade and I said, like this is a perfect marriage for both these teams for what they need. Cause you wouldn't think Colorado needs picks and prospects because they're trying to win right now, but it makes more sense, I think. And same for Montreal. Yeah. Hey, Ed, what are your yeah. thoughts on the uh, new hook needed? Obviously a change of scenery. Cause as I kind of alluded to when the trade was made to Montreal that he needed, he just wasn't going to get the opportunity top six minutes in Colorado where he'll be able to get that in Montreal. It seems like, this is again like going to be a really good bargain for Montreal because they're kind of paying him for what he's done. Whereas, like if he gets more minutes, he could do more. What are your thoughts on the um, good offer for Montreal at a low AAV for a good potential player? Yeah, I mean, potential is there. You know, there's a lot that can be done in Montreal. Obviously, they're nowhere near, you know, coming anywhere close to the number one spot in the Atlantic. There's still so many power-heavy teams above them. But this maybe just kind of sets a direction as to where Montreal is going or, like, where they want to be heading. And... If this pans out, then like what what more could you really ask for from this deal alone? You know, I don't think anyone's thinking super high, obviously, but no one's also thinking super low. Yeah. So, yeah, I I agree. I think it's I think it's a fun deal, as Corey said. Yeah, because I think he showed out really well in the World Juniors when he played. He showed flashes of skill and speed, mm-hmm. and that fits Montreal's mantra to a T. You got Caulfield, Suzuki, like they're a bit smaller as well. And I think Newhook kind of fits that mold. And obviously with St. Louis, nobody knows how to play small better than him. Right. Yeah. And I think like he's the perfect coach for the system that Montreal's cooking up. And I think New Hook is gonna get an excellent chance to shine, get power play minutes, top six roles indefinitely. And I'm kind of excited to see what he can do. Dude, but, Montreal looks like they're gonna be so fun. Yeah. I'm excited. But um that's all I got for uh NHL news and everything like that. How about we uh, we got another major on our hands, Hayden? Oh, another major. We got the Open. Where is the Open this year? 
Uh, the open is the United Kingdom. Great Britain. Thank you. Uh, Royal Liverpool. Royal Liverpool Golf Course. St. Andrews, Scotland. So you didn't know it, Corey. Yeah, I'm pretty smart. <laughs> pretty smart guy. Pretty golfer of the ball. Pretty golfer of the ball. Hmm. Love to hear that's it. A, that's, a, that's a word. Yeah. But uh, as you guys know, with an open week, we get an open draft. An open challenge. Yeah. So, Corey, you're uh, popping your open cherry of the Left Side Heavy podcast, and we're glad to have you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Gee whiz. I hope I get a hole in fun. <laughs> so, uh, what we're going to do is I say we do a four-round draft, and then we do a round of bench players in case one of your four players get hurt then your extra player counts. But if everyone stays healthy, then your extra doesn't matter. So like, for example, Hayden with his 1-1 in our Masters draft drafted Will Zalatoris. And then Damn right I did. 30 minutes before his tea time, he backed out he of died. the tournament oh, because forever. he got hurt. So mm-hmm. we ran into this predicament of where do we put you? It's halfway through the day and we just found this out. So we just had to like grab his score and average and pick a player at that score mm-hmm. and then put him in. But we're going to draft extras for that reason. So, Corey, beautiful. Yes. As guest of the show, where would you like to slot in this three team snake draft? Three sneaky snake team? Uh, yeah, put me. Put me at two. Two. All right. I will open my Google Docs. You gonna write them down? Yeah. Tiger Woods. Aiden. Tiger Woods. Call in yes, the air. Yes, sir. Uh, Tails. Calling Nikki A. Whoa. 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 whoa, whoa. Mistress. I don't, don't want to call Nick Agnoletto. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry. Hey, Nick. Fuck you. <laughs> What is your name? Ezekiel. Fuck you, Ezekiel. (laughs) Hey, sorry, what'd you call? Tails. Never fails. Never. Hey, Siri, heads or tails? Tails. Oh, Oh my God. Bang, bang. Three times in a row. Dude, fuck this. So funny. Loser. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go first. You're going to go first? Yeah, I'm going to go first. All right. Uh, Let me just write down the names here, gentlemen, as I spell my name wrong. All right. With that, I guess guess with the first overall pick, he, he does well when I pick him. So you know what? Give me Brooks. Brooks. Nice. Dylan Brooks. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, man. My God. <laughs> Never say that name ever again on this podcast. He plays so, golf now? <laughs> he just got so much money. Fucking <laughs> yeah. overrated in a nutshell. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Rory. 
Rory, uh, hasn't won in a long time. Yeah, but yeah. how many majors has he finished second in? Oh my god, he must be first at that. Yeah, so do we get like, points for like how high they finish? Is that how we do this? I think we you have no. to get the winner. No, we <laughs> we, we, accumul- we accumulate the score, but like if got you it. have the winner, it's we kind of just like give you the win. You win. You got it. Win. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, oh man, there's a lot here. I got two picks. I think. Hmm. Is Cam Smith the reigning champ? I don't want... know. Hmm. Let's let's see. Uh, Just pick them if you want. Previous winners. Don't think uh, about yeah, it. Yeah, Cam Smith is the previous yeah. winner. Jeff. Okay, I'm just gonna pick Scotty Scheffler because I'm just like not gonna let anyone else get him. Mm-hmm, and then I think he plays good in open tournaments. I'm gonna pick. Uh, actually, no. I'm just gonna pick John Rahm. Fuck that. It's gonna go Ooh. best available. It's gonna go best available, right? Like the Canucks. I thought you were gonna, gonna take Cam one. Smith, and then I was going to take John Rahm. <laughs> <laughs> Ass. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go with um uh, Victor Hovland. Great pick. Yeah. We're we're, Hov- we're Hovland heavy. Yeah. I only drive an HOV. So. We're Hovland heavy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is a purely Hovland. Yeah. So what did you see what he got up to this week? You went to Chipotle. <laughs> oh boy. I only follow the Hovland tracker account on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> He's playing in Dubai. Yeah. Put a tracker in a suitcase. Following Apple Air Tag. Yeah. <laughs> Apple Air Tag. All right. Hey, back to back picks here. For All right. Back to back picks. Well, I definitely wish that Hovland fell to me. Uh, but it didn't happen. So hate my life. Um I'm gonna go. I think I went with him last time. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Colin Morikawa, not previous winner, but second year previous. previous. So he he is a he is a winner. Did he win the Open? I thought he won the yeah, PGA. He won it last year. No, two years ago. Sorry, twenty twenty one. Morikawa won it. Hmm. So I'll do that, and then with the three hundred one, a lot of good players here. Believe it or not. A lot of people play golf. Big golf guys here. Uh, I also like golf, but yeah. I'm nowhere near any of these levels. So <sighs> it's real shot in the dark, but I'm going to go Xander Shoffley. Nice. Yeah. Pretty cool name. Starts with an X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Corey. I, I'm going to go with Cam Smith. Yep. Knew it. Knew it. All right. Yeah. I knew it too. So much left on the board here. <laughs> uh, I want to go with one name, but I'm really scared. Only. It's Sahith Bigala. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. DJ. 
Mm-hmm. And then this guy's been hot all year. And right now Rupi he might Sabatini. be he might be golfer of the year. Probably not, but he might be. I'm gonna go Ricky Dicky Fowler. Uh, Love okay. him. It's my guy. He's due, baby. He's due for a hey, major. He already he already oh right, okay. He's due for That's a major. Like, he won, was it last week, the Rocket Mortgage? Yep. Yep. First Come win since 2019. Win He's going to keep that rolling into Royal Liverpool and come 16th. I don't think so. Uh, let's <laughs> uh, go with... Who do I have? I got McElroy. I got Cam Smith. I got Vicky Hobbs. Uh, let's Vicky Hobbs as on with... nickname basis. Yeah, we're best buds. <laughs> I'm his caddy. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm Bagger Vance. Damn. Then why are you working yeah, in Vancouver? Month. I remote caddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm yeah. FaceTime with him. Hey, Ricky. Uh, yeah, Hovland keeps. <laughs> you pick him up on some grass and phone. drop it. <laughs> yeah, Hovland. Definitely the seven. Definitely the seven. Watch your slice. I'm a yeah. hundred in. What are you yeah. talking about, Corey? <laughs> Bump and run, man. Bump and run. <laughs> hey, you see that back flag? You got a lot of green to work with. Yeah. You selected Howard Drive. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Jordy Speedy. I was in between the cold pick. Cold pick. I got ice cold veins. John Spath. All right, with the oh my god, why you open up a bar called Speakeasy? Um, okay, with the 403. Hmm, hmm, I like Corey Connors, but Corey, more of a John, but I feel like that's I feel like that's Corey's guy. Like a Sean Connery. Uh, I'm gonna go oh. the ho- I'm gonna go the homosexual. And you then... want to do five, and then the extra sixth, or do you want to do four? And then... yeah, well, we can do five. All right, five. Know. So we're doing one more round, and then the extras. Oh wow! Okay, we're really pushing pushing my list, but okay. <laughs> Same here, buddy. And then I'm just you know what? Golfers now. As as the hot one, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big, Phil. Speaking you're of horny. hot golfers, you're horny for Phil. Ah, Phil Mickelson. Oh, we we love big lefty. Corey, if you search up the Open 2023 field, there'll uh-huh. be an article that, that has lists all everybody the... in it. Yeah, you can also do the Open players, and then perfect, uh... perfect, perfect. Uh, um, I am going to go with and tell me if we've picked him because I'm losing track of names here. Tommy Fleetwood. No, oh. hasn't been picked. Good pick. Well, he's my guy now. All right, Jeff. All right, all right, all right. Here, in it. In it. In it. I dare you to go, Bryson. (laughs) It's a par of 52. Uh, this guy was in contention when Cam Smith won it, so I'm gonna pick him again. Cameron Young. I mm-hmm. knew you were gonna go, Cammy Young. 
Hayden, notice how I left one name off my roster? Yep, I did. Who was that? Don't tell me that you're going Thomas, man. No, that guy's blacklisted from my fucking team forever. <laughs> and now he's going to win. Can't play? Can't play fast? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go a little funky here. I kind of want to do something that's jokes, but I'll keep it serial right now. I'll go... Patrick Reed. Why don't you go the last open winner? Because uh, Corey already has him on his team? Or not open. The last major winner, sorry. Who won the PGA again? Windham Clark. <laughs> oh, he won the U.S. Open. Was it the U.S.? Oh, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go Hideki. Mm, Matsui? <laughs> we, we got Matsui. <laughs> the ex-Yankee. Hideki. Okay, who do I got here? I'm going to go with... Uh, okay, either him or him or that guy. No way. Uh, I I'm I obviously don't have a list in front of me of who's been picked. Yep. So uh, if someone can inform me if Patrick Cantley's been picked, oh, that's then nice. he's my pick. Writing you, down it as Cantley. Do you yeah. know the the jokes around Cantley? But he can't play, is my guess. Can't win a major. It takes him forty five sec. Was it forty five seconds up to his ball to tee off? Putting. But, oh wow! Like yeah. he plays incredibly. He played a six hour round at the Masters. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, he plays really slow. So I just say instead of can't lay, it's can't play fast. Nice. Yeah. Patrick can't lame. Because I'm funny. That's also a good one. All right, Hayd. Finish right. her off. Finishing off the draft as my spare. Looking at the names. Not seeing any names I like. Oh, you know what? I do. Give me the horse. Give me Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. Nice. All right. Hayden with the first overall pick. Has Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, Max Homa, and Phil Mickelsauce with the extra Billy Horschel. Corey, Mr. Woo. Big Tasty, has That's Rory, me. Rory McElroy, Victor Hovland, Cam Smith, Jordan Spieth, Tommy Fleetwood, and as his spare has Patrick, can't play fast, and myself, I got Scotty Scheffler, John Rom, Dustin Johnson. Ricky Dicky Fowler, Cam Young, and my extra is Hideki Matsuyama. Love this That's for us. The open draft. Um, Corey, are you in a rush to nope. go anywhere? Don't know where to be. Because me and Hayden are going to play a fun game with you, and you're only going to play, and we're just going to be the mediators with it. You are doing a blind rank. Okay. So, what that consists of is one to ten and you rank something from one to ten but you don't know what's coming next so Love it can it. either be better or worse and you just That's have to use your judgments i'll kind of i can keep it in front of me so like i have it and hayden so i don't pulled, say seven three times 
Yeah, pull up your <laughs> rand- seven. random NHL player generator. Yep. And you're going to r- blind rank NHL players. All time or current? I'm pretty sure it's going to be current, but okay. by the first player. You know what? We'll keep it as a surprise. Whatever pops up, pops up. The bold game then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows what's happened? Uh, random NHL. Play. I got it. Yeah, I know, but I also want it in front of me because we're going to do five each. We're going to alternate. Okay. Uh, Here we go. I'm going to crush this list. All right. Joel Edmondson. Aiden, <laughs> you go ahead first. All right, Corey. The first one. Vladimir Tarasenko. See, now I really wish I knew if this was all time or just like fucking guys in the NHL right now. It's just guys in the NHL right now. Uh, okay, then I'm going to put... And this could be anybody currently playing in the NHL. Like, it's got all the players. Like, it could be Nils Amon kind of level. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I might like keep refreshing until it's a player like worth naming. Okay, I'll so put like, uh, Tarasenko at seven. Seven? Okay. Yep. Are you writing this down right now, Joe? Yeah, I got it. Okay, perfect. All right, your second player. Blake Wheeler. Eight. (laughs) (laughs) Your third player, Mark Stone. Ooh. Ooh, Marky Mark's much better than those losers. I'm going to park Mark Stone at three. Ooh. He's real fucking good. Yeah, he's good. Probably, if not two, best two-way player in the league. Might be. I think he's like right up there with Bergeron. Um, your fourth player, one of the best two-way, or I guess offensive defensemen in the league, Roman Yossi. Oh, I think he's better than Mark Stone. I'm going to put Roman Yossi at four. We're going back to back D men. You get Brent Burns. Ooh, BB. You have one, two, five, six, nine, ten. I'll put Brent Burns. I feel like he had a great year in Carolina, didn't he? He had a solid year. Like, he was legit. 60 points, I think. Which is fucking great for a defenseman. I'm going to put him at six. He's number six. Above Tarasenko. And it's only right that we have a individual hardware winner. On this list, the reigning Norris Trophy winner, Eric Carlson. EK65. Uh, One, two, five, nine, ten. God damn it. <laughs> what is he? had such a stupid year. Yeah, he was and negative like, 26, but he had 104 points. Right? Like, that's insane. <laughs> um, I'll put him at two. If I was yeah. building a real team, I might put him at five. But for the sake of this, like he just had it. Like, come on, he's maybe the he's probably the best offensive defenseman in the league still. Better exactly. than Kyle McCarr, pure offensively. Yeah, McCarr plays with fucking all stars. <laughs> this guy's slapping it to Tommy Hurdle, and that's about it. They <laughs> even got rid of Timo Meyer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, your next Eklund player goes to Dina. Yeah. Your next player. 
is Sidney Crosby. Ooh. Oh, oh, uh, number one. Hot take. He still is the fucking man. Unless Connor McDavid pulls up, that's the only way it's really gonna. Yeah, no, Crosby's still the man. He he can be I elite. Left here five, nine, and ten. Yeah. X. And this right. one, this one, this one could be fair. I think I know where you're gonna head with this one. I think it's pretty respectful. Andre Kopitar. Fuck. It's a real bummer because I only have nine and ten after this. If I slot this dude there, he is. He's better than whoever I have slotted at six, seven, and eight. Burns, Tarasenko, and Wheeler. Yeah. Um, I definitely thought this list was going to have more like mediocre fucking NHL players on it. <laughs> well, like every every time I press generate, it was Ben Bishop, Henrik Sedin, and Hank's ben number one. Kopitar. Yeah. Uh, okay. In that case, I'll fuck it. I'll put him. Ah, screw it. We'll live with the consequences. He's at six or whatever I've got left. Five. Five. Oh, five. I'm putting him yeah. at nine then. Fuck it. Putting him at nine. Really? Yeah. Oh, Corey, that may that may have saved you at least some little some little bit because after I click Sidney Crosby, I got Austin Matthews. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you have gotten after? Well, there's still one more shot here because I have nine and no, 10, I, I but... know. I'm just saying for me personally. <laughs> no, Kopitar went nine. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, oh, just number 10 then. Yeah. Who's my number 10? Your number 10 re- recently traded to the New Jersey Devils. Timo Mayer? No. Tyler Toffoli. Oh, that's fine. Tyler I would put Toffoli above Wheeler, but I'd put him under Tarasenko. So. so you got Crosby at one, Carlson at two, Stone at three, Yossi at four, Matthews at five, Burns at six, Tarasenko at seven. Wheeler at eight, Kopitar at nine, and Toffoli at ten. Really, it's not if you a, just take it's not Kopitar, a bad list. <laughs> that's pr- for blind. That's pretty good. You, if you take Kopitar out of that slot and just move him to like six or whatever it was, and, and everyone else goes everyone. down one, and then obviously like yeah, Matthews should be one or two, two or three, right mm-hmm. in there, right. Other than that, I pretty much nailed that. Yeah, not so. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, not too bad. Like I think the last. Four, I would do Burns, Tarasenko, Wheeler, Toffoli in that order. No, no, I'd put Toffoli above Wheeler, but that's close. Like, is it's honestly, yeah, you're you're right yeah. around, you're right around there. But yeah, that Pretty was good. fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. That was a good time. Yeah. Well, um, that's all I got for this episode, boys. So, uh, Corey, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a blast. Honor. It's always a blast with you. Where can the people find you? You'll find me on the old tweets, tweets, tweets. You know, Corey, look up Corey Lenandra. You'll find me there. Corey underscore Lenandra. Oh. You listen to the Mike Smith show, 9 to noon, 980 CKNW. Love that. If you listen to the station, you might hear me voicing commercials. Yeah. That's so we got fun. A, I want to listen. got a Penfolds roofing one out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, keep an ear out. <laughs> yeah. Definitely keep an ear out for a Corey Lenandra. Uh, Hayden? At Hayden underscore Barton on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Busta Rhymes over here. <laughs> and that Twister? Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave5, and find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LeftSideHeavy underscore. Subscribe to the YouTube LeftSideHeavy for video formats of the show. And you can find a link to everything in the description of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 
and we will see you next time. This Friday, KBNR, me and Hayden did some uh, 20 questions and some drafts. So it was a nice, chill episode, and we had a good time doing it. So make sure, stay tuned for Friday. Listen for that. Corey, once again, thank you so much. We will see you next time.